Washington Studio is proud to present the series, Literature Weekly, with tonight's episode, Old School with Beowulf. Is Beowulf more modern than we think? This evening, we will be discussing how Beowulf is similar to modern heroes and Beowulf's characteristics to the past. We are your hosts, Sarah Raines and Caden Cox, recording live from our studio headquarters in Washington, D.C. Tonight, we're taking it back old school. And when I mean old school, I mean old, old school. Wait a minute, Caden. We aren't talking about Beethoven. I know, I know. But we are turning back the clock to the Dark Ages to look at one of the only surviving pieces of cultural literature from that time. Oh, well I guess when you put it that way, it makes sense. Well, Caden, let's get started first with a message from our sponsors at Marvel Studios. Well, listeners, if you didn't hear that, that was the newest ad from Marvel Studios' newest movie coming out this summer, Endgame. That is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Marvel Studios has done a great job over the past 10 years bringing our superheroes to life and making them into the iconic heroes that we know and love today. But more specifically, one of the biggest things that we need to understand about Beowulf is how actually we know about Beowulf and the significant impact Beowulf has on our lives. Dr. Abbott Turner of Yale makes this really clear in 2010 when he writes that Beowulf is one of the most greatest historical findings that we have of the Dark Ages because there isn't much cultural literature, there isn't much culture that we know about from the Dark Ages. So finding Beowulf gives us an insight to kind of how people thought back in the day, kind of how people lived their lives, what people thought of as the worst sins or the worst things that you can do, and just kind of showed us into the lifestyle of those people. Without stories like Beowulf, we really wouldn't know much about the Dark Ages at all. Though I'm not saying we know much about what's going on in the Dark Ages, we, we don't know much about what happened in the Dark Ages, but because of stories like Beowulf, we know a little bit about what's going on. And one of the key aspects of the Beowulf story that I find most interesting is the fact that Beowulf becomes this huge icon in the story. And really, when we think back to, to Endgame and Marvel Studios, Beowulf's kind of like the Captain America of the Dark Ages. And when I say this, you can see that Captain America and Beowulf are similar because most of all, Captain America has unwavering loyalty to those he serves, just like Beowulf. 
when Captain America serves his friends, the Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Nick Fury, and the Avengers, he does it with unwavering, unwavering loyalty. We really don't have to think to ourselves, oh, is Captain America gonna do something to mess up the group? Is he gonna ditch the group like Loki does in almost every single movie? Or as we don't really know Black Widow's attentions all the time because she's just a shady character. Captain America has a wavering loyalty to where we know what he's gonna do, just like Beowulf does. When Beowulf comes from King Higelac's land all the way to King, to, uh, King Hogarth's land, Beowulf does it and brings his warriors and he tells the king exactly what he wants to do. And Beowulf does it. When he says that he's gonna fight Grendel, he does it. And there's no real bad intentions, there's nothing Beowulf's trying to hide at all whatsoever that we can see from in the story. But just like that, Beowulf has superhuman strength, just like Captain America does. J.R.R. Tolkien writes in Britannica on, on Britannica that Beowulf has the strength of 30 men. On top of that, Captain America has the strength of about 15 to 20 men. And that's from the first movie, Captain America, the first Avenger, where we hear that Captain America has the strength of 15 to 20 men. We can see already how these two are similar because they kind of have some of the same abilities with their superhuman strength. But on top of that, Captain America and Beowulf fight the same way. Though I know Captain America has his infamous shield, after Avengers Civil War, after the Civil War movie, Captain America loses his shield and doesn't have it anymore. So we see in Infinity War, Captain America really fights with just his hands in hand-to-hand -hand combat. When Beowulf goes to fight Grendel, Beowulf takes off his armor and unarms himself to fight Grendel. So they really fight the same way. Captain America really isn't held to fighting with his shield and that's the one thing he has to have all the time. Just like Thor has to always have his hammer. Just like Iron Man always has to have the suit when he fights. Captain America really just fights and it doesn't matter if he has a shield or doesn't have a shield. He's gonna pummel you with his superhuman strength, just like Beowulf does. But on top of that, when we talk about Beowulf taking on his armor, we really see how strong of a moral compass Beowulf has. And that kind of is like the moral compass that Captain America has. In all of the Captain America movies, Captain America has always been a person that will fight for his friends, fight for his country, and fight for the people that he loves. So Captain America is always out there trying to do the right thing. Beowulf is kind of like the same way. Beowulf goes out and unarms himself to fight Grendel. And we know that this is significant because back in the times, according to Dr. Abbott Turner from Yale, just like I mentioned earlier, one of the biggest parts of living in the Dark Ages was if you're a warrior, you fight somebody with what they have. So if some warrior only has a knife on him, well, you're gonna fight that warrior with a knife. If your warrior doesn't have any armor, you're gonna fight that other warrior without any armor. That was just the warrior code and how things were back then. Well, when Beowulf goes to fight Grendel, instead of leaving his armor on and having his weapons and swords and shields, Beowulf takes all that off and says, I'm gonna fight Grendel unarmed and with my hands. Captain America kind of does the same thing because whenever he fights somebody, he fights somebody in a fair fight. In the first Avengers movie, when Captain America gets in a small fight with Thor and they have a, have a, a battle over each other, Captain America drops his shield when Thor drops his hammer and they go into hand-to-hand -hand combat. 
It shows that both of them are gonna fight a fair fight no matter what. And it really shows a lot about their moral compasses. Now, another key thing that makes Beowulf and Captain America similar is the fact that both of the main villains in their stories are kind of the same. Hydra and Captain America, the first Avenger, is this creature with red, snake-like skin. And he's not really a human creature that he has to fight. In Beowulf's story, Grendel, who he has to fight, is a creature with snake-like skin and is green. And we can see that both these stories, the creatures that they have to fight, aren't human creatures. They're out-of-this-world creatures and not normal human being creatures. They're not normal humans. They're made of creatures who they have to fight. Now, when we take back and look at this, we go back to what I said earlier, when Beowulf is really one of the only pieces of cultural literature that we have and that we know. And it's really all that we have to look at to know how the people in the Dark Ages really were. So what I can see by comparing Captain America and Beowulf to each other is the fact that people in the Dark Ages had their heroes just like we have our heroes. How Beowulf has to go out and have a strong moral compass but also have superhuman strength while Captain America does the same thing means that people back then were just like us. We create our icons, whether they're Beowulf or Captain America, and we make them to always do the right thing. Make sure that they're always relied on, never back down from a fight, and fight creatures that we couldn't fight in our daily lives, just like Hydra and Grendel. We see that Captain America is just like Beowulf. So people back then, just like us, we create these heroes to resemble what we want to be and resemble people that we want to save ourselves. So who's to say that Captain America and Iron Man and Superman and Batman, all of those superheroes that we have today aren't just heroes that were created out of the ideas that were presented in Beowulf in the Dark Ages. So really we could say that Captain America and all those superheroes aren't just new original made up heroes, actually heroes inspired by Beowulf. Um, in the end game, one of the biggest things that we see about Beowulf and Captain America is that they are both alone. Captain America is kind of on earth by himself because he's been separated from everybody else and, and Beowulf is fighting the dragon by himself or fighting Grendel by himself or finding Grendel, fighting Grendel's mom by himself. They're both really alone, but they really keep the same characteristics in themselves. Fight for what's right and do what's right and do the best that they can, they can in any situation, which is kind of why they're iconic and have the superhuman strength that they always have. Yeah, you know, Caden, I kind of got to stop you right there just because I really like that last point on the end game. Um, but with all your other points, Captain America and Beowulf are incredibly similar to each other. But don't they have to have some differences? Oh yeah, they definitely have some differences. One, uh, definitely one of the biggest things is, you know, we know a lot more about Captain America than we do about Beowulf because Captain America is really, really modern. He has his own, like, icon, he has his own clothes, he has his shield. Like, everything about him is very iconic and very specific. Beowulf really doesn't have much specific about him except for just kind of who he is and, and what he does. But also, Captain America, I would say, really has a stronger moral compass than Beowulf does because Beowulf is really, really prideful. Uh, we see that evident in, really, when he fights Grendel. 
I mean, Beowulf takes off all his armor to beat up Grendel on his own. And then he's really prideful about beating him. And when Beowulf goes to fight the dragon, he's really prideful about fighting the dragon and really about doing being the best warrior he could be. And it's kind of like his downfall in the story. Is his pride really, really, really gets to him. Captain America really doesn't have a pride issue. When Captain America needs to do the right thing, he'll do it. And then he's really humble about it. In uh, Captain America Civil War, Cap signs the Sokovian Accords so that he doesn't have to fight anybody unless all the nations of the world says that he needs to do it. Captain America, it really shows a lot about Captain America because he, he's not prideful about, like Iron Man is, going and fighting each other. But, you know, Beowulf and Captain America are really, really similar. That's really the only differences about them is, you know, one's really modern, one's not. And, and Beowulf's really, really prideful. So... Basically, Beowulf's pridefulness is the whole reason that we shouldn't really consider him the modern hero. Uh, yeah, because in today's day and age, we want a hero that always does the right thing and doesn't really have evil intentions. You know, we want a hero that doesn't really have any weaknesses. That's kind of like the modern hero that we see today. But also, we see when we look at modern heroes, they kind of have to have something wrong with them. So, I mean, really now thinking about it, Beowulf could really be a modern hero because he does have some downfalls, just like Captain America has some downfalls. Um, but most of all, I think really, you know, modern heroes have to win at the end of the day. And Beowulf didn't win. He died. So he couldn't really be a modern hero because just like we all know, the hero and the good guy always have to win. And that's like a modern rule that we have today. It's time for Conspiracy Theories with Kaden. Every week, like my Conspiracy Theories, it's time to take a look at Beowulf and see how there's a really big conspiracy with Beowulf. So, what I'd like to point out first is Beowulf comes from Hikalak's kingdom to Hogarth's land and just tells Hogarth, hey, I'm gonna defeat Grendel for you, just out of the blue. And though most people, though it's never said in the, in the story, most people assume Beowulf was just gonna go to fight Grendel so that he could make his reputation bigger, which may be true, but we gotta see what happens after Beowulf defeats Grendel. Beowulf defeats Grendel and he gets all this gold, awards, armor, weapons, horses, everything that Hogarth has to offer. He gives it to him. Then Beowulf goes and defeats Grendel's mom. And after he defeats Grendel's mom, he's given more gold, treasures, jewels, all of this stuff from King Hogarth. Then later on, after King Hogarth is gone, guess who becomes king? Beowulf. Beowulf becomes king of his own land. Now what I'd like to point out is that I think Beowulf actually went to go defeat Grendel so that he could become king of Hogarth's land, just like he does in the story. Though it's naturally assumed that it says in the story that Beowulf becomes king after Hogarth dies and then his son dies and then there's no way to take the throne. But because Beowulf is so popular with all the people, he becomes king. And also, we don't really know what happened 
to Hogar's son and why he doesn't assume the throne. So who's to say Beowulf didn't kill him? So what I'm trying to get to is the fact that I think Beowulf actually went to go defeat Grendel so that he could become king of Hogarth's land. Because in the book, Beowulf isn't king and can't become king or isn't of royalty from Higelac's land because he's not a descendant of Higelac's throne. And Higelac has multiple people, multiple sons in his lineage. So there's a bunch of people that will take Higelac's throne. Hogarth was never spoke of Hogarth having kids except for having two daughters and one son. But then his son dies. So what we need to see is I think conspiracy theory here. Beowulf left his land to go fight Grendel so that he could become king of Hogarth's land. And that is my mic drop. <laughs> well, Kaden, that's one inter interesting take on this uh, old tale. Viewers, please let us know what you think and drop a comment down below if you want to hear more on it. Now, viewers, as you just heard, we compared Captain America to Beowulf and see how their characteristics kind of play along into the origins of the modern day hero. But really, let's look into the sphere of modern, the modern day hero to see how Beowulf really actually plays a role in today's modern day heroes. You know, Caden, I think you said this earlier, but in a story such as Beowulf, a hero not only needs to be physically outstanding, but he also needs to have integrity, moral values, and needs to act without thinking in his own benefit. Earl Babby from Chapman University stated how Beowulf emphasizes the essential qualities of the classical hero, risking personal sacrifice on behalf of the common good. However, I believe you need to look at some of the defects that make me think that he wouldn't be considered a hero in today's world. A concept of a hero evolves with the culture. Beowulf has many things that the Anglo-Saxons views as heroism, but he misses many things that are important for a modern hero in today's society. A hero has to go on a journey. He has to struggle throughout the story to grow as a character. They also generally triumph at the story's conclusion. But with Beowulf, the triumph comes at the beginning and his journey doesn't, he doesn't struggle through his journey. Beowulf did have many adventures and he fights many monstrous creatures, but he is also very sure as himself, as you said earlier in your segment. He was born being strong and he never struggled throughout his life except at the end when he came in contact with the dragon. And still, he didn't bring himself up. A young man had to come in to bring him up. And we as an audience just don't identify with that. We don't only look for someone that is sure of his supernatural strength. People today look for a hero that gives them hope. Today, a hero must have suffered challenges that make him grow as a better human because we live to associate heroism with someone that surpasses many challenges. Now, I'm not saying that Beowulf isn't a hero, because clearly he is. But I think it's safe to say that the heroes that first come to mind are just better-made replicas of Beowulf. I believe Beowulf could be the origin of these tales that are skewed today. You know, I think you're right. You know, you talk a lot about how in today's world we need a hero that goes through some struggles, and I think Beowulf really, he doesn't go through anything. He just shows up, beats Grendel, beats Grendel's mom, beats the dragon, and he really doesn't have to struggle through anything. Yeah, he has a hard time 
fighting the dragon, but at the end, they defeat the dragon, and Beowulf eventually dies. But I feel like what, how we, today, we um, characterize ourselves, we identify with the hero, it's how the hero gets his powers. Like Spider-Man, he gets bitten by a spider, and then Spider-Man has to learn how to use his powers for the good. Captain America, he didn't start out with superhuman strength. He had to learn, he had to go through all these struggles in his, his previous life, then he gets his superpowers, then he has to learn how to use them. And I think Beowulf just started out being good. And we don't really hear anything about Beowulf's past to say, okay, Beowulf had to like climb up a mountain, per se, to be where he is today. And I, I don't think that, I think that's why I, he wouldn't be a modern day hero because we don't know a lot about his past. All we know is that he's a really good warrior and he just shows up and he beats Grendel and Grendel's mom pretty handily. And he doesn't really have to struggle at all. Yeah, and we also got to look at how we're kind of saying that a modern-day hero is superheroes right now, but the modern-day heroes in today's societies aren't the supernatural heroes that we hear about in stories or we see in movies. They're the people that are on the line right now, and Beowulf in no way is in comparison to those people. Do you agree with that, Caden? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. Like our police officers, five firefighters, those that serve in the military, I mean, those people have to go through a lot, and we hold those people in high regards because of the service that they do. And I just feel like they, we know the struggles that they have to go through, and we really don't see much of the struggles that Beowulf has to go through. And the only reason Beowulf has a real struggle is because his own pride gets in the way of him being successful. You know, Kaden, another thing that kind of bothered me with the story is how the author is unknown. There's 200 and some translations, but no known author. But then the other day, I came across this article from Fragrant X Library that talked about how the Roman Catholic Church banned all theater around the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages. Could that be the reason why so many of these stories that were written during that time have no authors? That is a really, really good point. I think we should let listeners, you know, kind of comment down below what you think. Do you think that authors didn't put their names on the books because theater was banned in the Dark Ages? Or do you think just back then in that time it was just a cultural thing where people really didn't author what they wrote or the stories that they told? Well, viewers, you know what that means. Today, we talked about how Beowulf and today's modern heroes are somewhat similar by comparing our own Captain America to Beowulf himself. We also talked about how Beowulf couldn't be compared to the modern hero in today's society because he just didn't struggle enough. If you liked today's show, leave a like and subscribe to our channel so that you can hear us discuss new or old literature every week. And if there's something you want us to talk about, leave a comment. Make sure you tell us what you think. Is Beowulf more modern than we think? Or is he just a normal old tell? And don't forget to watch Marvel and Game in Theaters coming this April. And tune in next week to hear us discuss Sir Gowan and the Green Knight. An interesting tale that you don't want to miss. There you have it, folks. I'm Caden Cox. And I'm Sarah Rains. saying have a great day and a good night wherever you are in the world. See you next week here on Literature, Literature Weekly. Weekly. Thank you.